Hello. Hello, Ray. Yes. What's up? Yeah. Come on. I want us to record a bonus episode. Eh? For what? Well, Heidelin just won. Ah, for Heidelin. Yes. 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 Let's do it. Surprise! We felt compelled to record a bonus episode because Heidi Lynn Diaz just won a gold medal in the Olympics. Yes, now this probably doesn't come as a surprise to you because it was everywhere on social media and chat groups last Monday night. So if you're not a Filipino, please forgive us for our non-stop talking about this topic because this is our first ever gold medal since we joined the Olympics in 1924. Wow! wow. So that's... 97 years ago. Yeah, that's like almost 100 years. Amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this is our first gold medal. <laughs> now, other countries probably are laughing. It's like, what? Really? Because <laughs> <laughs> like US, China, in an Olympic event, they normally would have a lot, a lot yes. of gold medals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is our first. Now, Tokyo Olympic Games are still ongoing, so maybe we will have more. Yeah. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Yes, we'll see. And we knew that Heidelin is also from Samwanga D. Mm-hmm. Do you know her? Are you related at all? Like, <laughs> your names are very similar. Heidi Lin and Heidi. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's surname, you know. That doesn't mean... <laughs> but actually, funny story. I was proudly telling my Singaporean friends about her last night, saying that she also came from my hometown. And they said, wow, congrats. Do you know her? And, <laughs> and I said, uh, no. <laughs> And I probably thought like, um, okay, so what's up with the... <laughs> because it's Filipino pride, right? Like we Filipinos mm. really like to take pride in the good achievements of our fellow Filipinos. Mm. You know, even if we actually didn't have a hand at all in that, we didn't really personally help her, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, that's right. I mean, this normally happens in other sports like boxing when Manny Pacquiao has a title fight yes. you know, internationally, then everybody is going crazy that Manny Pacquiao uh, wins the contest. But this time, it's it's a Filipina, and it's in a totally different sport. I mean, like, we've never heard of us excelling in weightlifting before, right? I mean, apart from 2016 Olympics, mm-hmm. Heidelin Diaz got a silver. But after that, nothing really. It's not, it's not really, like, a big of a sensation as, say, boxing or basketball in our country. Yeah, I would say so. You're right. And unfortunately, though, I really never had the chance to get to know her in Sambuanga. Yes, uh, she's like like maybe a decade or so younger than me. So no, we didn't really cross paths that I am aware of anyway. I mean, who knows? Maybe I was in the Main Pro City Mall and she was a little girl. And, we, were, you know, we, that could have happened. Who knows? Maybe she's your sister from another father? No way. <laughs> So because we don't know of anyone who knows Heidelin personally, so our last hope is to look at her Wikipedia page, right? To get to know who Heidelin Diaz is. And according to Wikipedia, Heidelin Diaz is the fifth of six children of Eduardo and Emilita Diaz. Her father was a tricycle driver. Ooh. 
before becoming a farmer and a fisherman. Now, these are very, I would say, typical livelihood of a Filipino middle class or... No, less than middle uh, class, I would think, right? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, because tricycle drivers, I would think, is it's not like Singapore cab drivers who are rumored uh, to true. like earn 5,000 Singapore dollars a month, which is also citation needed for that, <laughs> by the way. We're not sure about it. But tricycle drivers in the Philippines typically don't really earn much. And even the farmers mm-hmm. and the fishermen, you would think that in other countries, probably farmers make a lot of money because they own the lands and whatnot. But in the Philippines, that's not the case, right? Yeah, definitely. So it seems like she grew up with a meager income in their house household and Mm -hmm. they are six children right so it's probably a tough life for her and then it's mentioned here she grew up wanting to be a banker and trying several sports like basketball and volleyball Mm. and her cousin alan jafres diaz taught her the basics of weightlifting now we're taking this guys from (laughs) uh, wikipedia so please forgive us if anything is wrong here and you know uh, citation really is needed for any of these information and then she apparently attended Universidad de Zamboanga, where she pursued a bachelor's degree in computer science. Mm. However, Diaz stopped attending the university as a third-year irregular student as she found her degree was unsuitable for her. Mm-hmm. She also claimed that it distracted her from her training. Okay. After her success in 2016 Olympics, and this is what we've mentioned, Diaz decided to continue her tertiary education intended to pursue a degree related to sports in Manila. Mm. Now, in 2017, a year after the 2016 Olympics, Diaz received a scholarship to study business management at De La Salle College of St. Benilde. And then a year after, she went on a leave of absence for her schooling as she had to focus on Olympic preparation after winning the Asian Games. And now, apparently in 2020, she enrolled in some online classes. Now, again, citation needed. We, (laughs) We don't know if this actually happened. And then... What happened after this? Yes, yeah, so and that brings us to this week, right? Let me just read from Wikipedia again, which is the first paragraph here that says, Sergeant Heidelin Francisco Diaz is a Filipino weightlifter and airwoman who most notably won the gold medal at the women's 55-kilo category for weightlifting at the 2020 Summer Olympics. This is actually a bit confusing, though. Why is it still called 2020 Summer Olympics when it's <laughs> happening in 2021? Um, I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they. I think when when Tokyo prepared for the Olympics for 2020, they printed a lot of material and they don't <laughs> want to waste a lot of paper, paint, and all the paraphernalia that's already prepared. That's why they maintain 2020. No, uh, another reason could be they don't want to confuse the subsequent Olympics as well, right? Because mm. this event is uh, regularly scheduled every four years and in Uh, fact you know uh, 2024 is already in the pipeline so it will become confusing if you rename it to 2021 and then the next olympics is in 2024 ah, covid has done a lot of damage including the olympics yeah this is one of those things that we will probably need to explain to the children of the future or (laughs) yes This is actually incredibly inspirational Mm. because unlike a lot of Filipinos from first world countries, Filipino athletes actually do not get a lot of financial support from our government. Yeah, that's right. In fact, she even asked for help from others, right? And Mm -hmm. apparently got into trouble doing so. Yeah. There was an article in CNN. So because she was very vocal about, you know, the lack of funds, the lack of support for her uh, as an Olympian, uh, she asked for help and then... She was one of the personalities tagged by Malacanang in a plot to oust the president, along with volleyball star turned TV host Gretchen Ho. So obviously she denied the allegation, right? And 
it seems like she doesn't have enough financial support. She's asking help, posting so uh, you know social media yes. online, asking for help. And then another problem that she's got is a risk of loss of life or maybe a backlash from family, friends, support that she apparently is part of a plot to oust the president. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous, right? She actually spoke up and said that no, she is not definitely not. <laughs> trying to ask the president she's just asking for money guys why would you jump to such a conclusion so it's it's very weird only in the philippines is another one of those things that belongs to that bucket i guess <laughs> yes and you mentioned sorry you mentioned sergeant right she's sergeant diaz yes she is actually from the air force i think if you scroll down the wikipedia again oh yeah she was recruited in the philippine air force through the military arms direct enlistment program in 2013 no wonder when the philippine national anthem was sung towards the end in the awarding ceremony she was saluting the flag would normally if you're not military you would just put your right hand or right palm on your left breast right yes and that would signal that you respect the flag yeah actually our friend Gemma was asking about that last night and i was saying like i'm not sure like maybe if you're an athlete maybe it's a rule <laughs> but i was wrong <laughs> So when I found out about this, I immediately told her, Hey, Gemma, this is the reason why she was saluting the flag. But actually, <laughs> speaking of that, it was a very emotional video and I got a bit teary-eyed over it. And not just me, but my, uh, my friends as well. I don't know, because maybe, first of all, we haven't listened to the national anthem for a while, right? Like, it's not mm. like before when we were kids, you always hear that every time there's a flag ceremony. Ah, yes. It evokes emotions in you because it reminds you of your childhood or something like that. And now we're far away from the Philippines. And also partly because she herself was crying. And the tendency for women is if we see someone crying, we also want to cry. <laughs> so it's yeah, like, so. yeah, contagious laughter. There's also contagious um, tears. <laughs> I see. Sympathetic crying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Yeah, it was televised live online. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I, I used the term televised, but <laughs> online is like yeah. an oxymoron, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I watched it online live last night, and the commentator, in fact, kept repeating the, oh, this is very emotional. Because mm. uh, she was looking at, even after just lifting the bar, right? She was like crying already. Yeah. Um, with, of course, happiness. <laughs> I saw one of her interviews after that happened and then she mentioned that she didn't expect it or like she didn't even realize that she had already broken a record. Yeah, because the way it works is there are two parts to the weightlifting. One is the snatch mm -hmm. and the other one is clean and jerk. Of course, the winner is decided by whoever lifts the most weight. Mm -hmm. And then during the first part, I think they were tied with the athlete from China. Oh, okay. And then what she did was she added one more kilo to whatever the Chinese athlete lifted. Oh, okay. For her to win the gold. Mm. Now, the choice of how much you will lift totally depends on you. But of course, the coaching staff of the China team were smart enough to recognize what was the previous record of Heidi Lin and ah, okay, they got it. kind of like tried to play it safe. Mm. So apparently the Chinese athlete lifted I think four kilos more before in prior events. Okay. So technically she was playing it safe. Uh, they didn't expect that Heidi Lin yeah. could lift that much. Because I think that was five kilos heavier than her previous record. Oh wow, okay. That is yeah. pretty heavy, yeah. So for her, maybe that was her first time as well <laughs> to actually attempt that. And it's pure adrenaline that's mm -hmm. fueling her. That's why, you know, eventually she won. So she took the risk and it paid off. 
it's not just Filipinos who were inspired by what happened, but also other nationalities on this Reddit thread that my friend sent me this morning. So it was on the subreddit World News. The Philippines wins its first ever Olympic gold after nearly 100 years of trying. And uh, there was this comment from Lady Weasel. Lady Weasel. What is that? <laughs> There's a cartoon in Cartoon Network. Oh, I am Weasel. Oh, right, 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 right. The most amazing thing about her story is that she got stuck in Malaysia during the COVID lockdown. She was only there for an Olympic qualifying event when the government banned traveling, and she ended up being stuck there for more than a year. I read she had to build her own workout equipment using water jugs. Now, can you imagine? What? Right? Ooh. It's not just that she didn't have enough money. Like, she even got stuck in a completely different country. And, you know, she had to make do. That really encompasses Filipino tenacity, I would think. Right? Yeah, and resourcefulness as well. Wow, water jugs. Yeah, exactly. We have mentioned <laughs> in previous episodes that Filipinos are very resourceful. Like, for example, we created banana ketchup because we didn't have tomatoes. Mm. And then someone commented here, this guy is actually Konteki Suto. He said, I would like to see a movie based around this, but with added conflict for the sake of the narrative. Mm. <laughs> but what, what would be... What? Uh, I'm just trying to wrap my head around the idea of a movie. Like, weightlifting is... I don't know. What would be the climax? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it is good and it's very inspiring, but that in itself probably is not going to be a box office draw, right? That's what you're trying yeah, to say. Yeah, I mean, a documentary, yes, yeah, I would watch yeah. it, but I'll, I'll be very interested to see what conflict <laughs> yeah, exactly. would arise. And that is why it's funny. This other person named Mr. Underscore Yup said, you got to throw a love triangle in there for good measure. Women don't have any sort of physical <laughs> conflict. Only conflict between other women going after the same man. And then mm. Bogs Noticus said, or she has to decide between the funny, charming guy who's also slightly a bum or the rich and successful douchebag. <laughs> is that a thing now? Said, and in the beginning, she's very shy and is wearing glasses, which means she is Hollywood unattractive. The poor, charming guy convinces her to take the glasses off. He makes her smile for the first time in the movie, and we can suddenly all see that she is super pretty. She then suddenly becomes <laughs> a pretty little thing that makes the rich guy invite her and her parents to his big house. After a mix-up and a misunderstanding, she realizes that the poor charming guy is the morally superior one of the two and chooses him. Finally, this revealed that the poor guy is in fact rich. Happy, happy. <laughs> oh, and she wins the medal after he convinces her to believe in herself. <laughs> Uh, what a what a creative <laughs> twist! But if if the guy is rich, then uh -huh. we couldn't insert the fact that she posted online asking for help, right? Or maybe they broke up for a while and then. Or it could be that the guy helped her because he saw that, right? He's a rich ah, guy from the online. Yeah, post. and then because oh, she already looks pretty because she is not very. Why is she wearing glasses in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but that is actually a trope in movies, yes. Yeah. So this is very funny. When I was reading this, I was like laughing to myself and I thought like I should read this whole thread to you because it's very entertaining. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Whilst we are in this creative route, mm -hmm. maybe we can insert a scene where she's still young. Uh, she's helping her dad do the tricycle driving and then the tricycle broke down and then she had to push use her strength to push oh, yeah. <laughs> the tricycle towards the destination ah yes and then that and then, will be the moment when her cousin says 
Wow, you're strong. Wow, you yeah, should be a weightlifter. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, but pushing is different. So maybe it got stuck in a in a mud, uh-huh. and then the tricycle won't budge. So she had to lift the entire sidecar of the tricycle so that it can make progress. And then everybody was like clapping. I was like, "Why are you clapping? Just help her!" What the hell? <laughs> Exactly. And where did you people come from anyway? Yeah. <laughs> then yeah. she realized that oh I have I have a lot of strength. This probably could be useful for the country. I will bring pride to our country by winning a medal in Tokyo 2020. Very specific. <laughs> Very specific. From such a young age. Yes. Yeah, I think it should be a movie. We should totally pitch this to I don't yeah. know to someone. And maybe her stint at the Philippine Air Force as well. Maybe one of the airplanes broke down and she had to. <laughs> I don't think anyone can lift a plane if that is your suggestion. <laughs> no, but it's a good progression, right? When she was younger, she was helping her dad, mm-hmm. you know, lift the tricycle, and then when she was older, lifting the airplane. Um. Maybe, uh, a fighter jet got stuck somewhere and then she helped lift but to be fair a lot of the movies nowadays right are like starting to be unrealistic like usually Mm. Dwayne The Rock's movies like he's a human being but he can lift things that a human being Ah, couldn't lift yeah and I remember there was a movie poster where Dwayne The Rock Johnson was jumping from one building to another Mm. and then mathematically people were like (laughs) nope this is an impossibility (laughs) Like they were doing some calculation at that angle, uh, either he won't arrive at the destination or something like that. So they were like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, so actually, that is pretty common nowadays for the main character mm. to be doing impossible feats. So why not? Why not Heidi Lin, right? <laughs> why not? Why not? Right. <laughs> exactly. That will be exciting, D. They'll be shooting it in Zamboanga, where where she grew up. So maybe. <laughs> They, I don't think they necessarily have to shoot it there, right? They can just shoot it somewhere maybe that is easier to get to. No, but for authenticity, <laughs> we to have it shot in Zamboanga. Um, maybe you can apply as a character. They, why? You, you were uh, you were in a film before. You can put that in your portfolio. Like, hey, I was part of this film. A Singaporean film. And then what did you do there? I was a non-speaking extra. <laughs> What? And and why why are you applying? I think this will be a good step up for me to have a speak. <laughs> yes. And I said, I know how to speak Chavacano. And, you know, mm. and also if you want, I can sing the jingle of her school because I know how yes. to sing it. And my name is Heidi. Her school actually is uh, used to be named AE Colleges before it became a university. And mm. I remember the jingle. It was AE Colleges. AE Colleges. Sambuanga's best. See? <laughs> and what is the new what is the new jingle now that they are no longer AE I'm sorry I don't know I don't even remember if it became a university <laughs> while I was still there or, or it was after so I I, I have hmm. no idea <laughs> wait I thought you studied in a different school yeah yeah but usually they would have advertisement ah radio station and TV okay probably radio station and then you know because they're trying to Get people to enroll in their school. AE Sambuanga. <laughs> Na AE Colleges. Oh, AE Colleges. Well, what does AE stand for? Uh, it was the name of the founder of the school, Arturo ah, okay, Eustachio. Okay. 
before we go completely off the rails again, <laughs> oh, yes. we want to, to conclude. conclude this. This is just supposed to be a bonus episode. <laughs> Okay. Well, hopefully, right? Hopefully, with Heidelin winning a gold, it would open the minds of our politicians to increase funding with our athletes. And yeah. Hopefully, the scenario she was describing to us, she couldn't get into the country, and that's why she had to use resourcefulness to train. Hopefully, that doesn't happen. And if it does happen again, maybe we have special arrangements for our athletes. Maybe send a Philippine Air Force jet there <laughs> since she's... Uh, <laughs> She's a sergeant and uh-huh. you know, oh, yeah. make things happen. True. Speaking of money, she actually stands to receive 33 million pesos for winning gold. Nice. Yeah, which is really great. Awesome. So let me just look at Rappler.com. So it's saying that according to the PSC's incentive system, an Olympic gold is worth 10 million pesos. And Diaz is the first Filipino athlete to pocket that amount from the country's government sports agency. Nice. The pot was pushed to 33 million pesos thanks to the commitments of Manny Pangilinan. I thought it's Manny Pacquiao, but it's not. Manny Pangilinan <laughs> and Ramon Ang, who are giving 10 million each. Nice. And Deputy Speaker of the House, Mikey Romero's 3 million. Nice. Actually, this reminds me this seeing the name Mikey <laughs> because Filipinos love memes, right? There was this meme going around. I don't know if you saw that. Which one? So it's a picture of Heidi Lin and she's facing this woman. So it's saying, Heidi Lin, colon, I can lift. And then Mikey, colon, I can love. <laughs> <laughs> I can lift. I can love. I can, I can reach, reach the, the heavens above. <laughs> we sit. Yeah. Tabanang utak, or you know, Filipinos yes. are very creative. Yes. And if you want to watch the show, the, the Olympic, it's still ongoing. There are a lot more Filipino athletes participating in Tokyo Olympics. So if you want to watch the show, uh, log into gorin.jp, that's G-O-R-I-N.jp, and they have shows live. They have ads, but if you have ad blocker, <laughs> okay. they won't show you ads. <laughs> okay, thank you for that PSA, I suppose. Support our local talent. Yes, please. And watch out in 2024, I Can Lift. <laughs> a movie, a movie featuring Heidelin Diaz's journey to becoming Tokyo, uh, sorry, a gold medalist in the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. Yes, and featuring two guys probably to be played by, I don't know, who are the popular guys? Right? Coco Martin and... Coco Martin, okay. <laughs> sure, and then, I don't know. I think we are not updated. I really do not know who mm. else is the other guy. I was thinking Jericho Rosales, but I think those guys are probably way older than her. They would probably be playing know, well. the <laughs> casting younger people, right? <laughs> Forgive us. We haven't been watching <laughs> Philippine TV in a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we don't know who's who right now. Please let us know. Who do you think should play Heidi Lin in that movie? Ooh, yeah. And who should play her <laughs> her love triangles? <laughs> Could it be Heidi Abarido? Why me? <laughs> I am not an actress. I am just a humble podcaster. And that's it, guys. You are now going to go and watch the Olympics. Okay. Yes. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.